You have most likely heard the Native American legend about every person having two wolves living within them, one good and one bad. Well, if not, here it is. An old Cherokee is teaching his grandson about life. A fight is going on inside me, he said to the boy. It's a terrible fight, and it is between two wolves. One is evil. He is anger, envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego, he continued. The other is good. He is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. This same fight is going on inside you and every other person as well. The grandson thought about it for a minute and then asked his grandfather, Which wolf will win? The old Cherokee simply replied, The one you feed. The Apostle Paul expressed something similar in Romans 7. He speaks of a constant struggle between his carnal self and his spiritual self, and it is one that has upset him beyond description. In fact, he finds himself tongue-tied trying to describe it. Paul is known for his eloquence in writing. He was a master in the Greek language, and he likely spoke Aramaic as well. In Romans 7, however, he talks in circles, considering the problem on which he elucidates Talking in circles may be the only way to describe it. It is the problem of two natures battling within one mind. We are talking about what we believe, and today, we believe in sanctification on Christian Holiness Daily. Holiness is perhaps the most misunderstood concept in Christianity. Anyone who has striven to follow the life of Christ will tell you that it is impossible. No one can match his love. No one can match His grace, and no one can match the compassion of Christ, for no one but Jesus is perfect and holy. Once the believer is filled with and empowered by the Holy Spirit, though, he or she is filled to the brim with the love of Christ and desires nothing more than to please God and follow in the footsteps of Jesus. The love of sin is then gone, and in its place is a love and compassion for others. That is Christian holiness. And this is Christian Holiness Daily. So why do I say that Paul was tongue-tied? Listen to uh, just part of his words from Romans 7. Now this is from the translation, uh, the ESV Bible. What then shall we say? That the law is sin? By no means. Yet if it had not been for the law, I would not have known sin, for I would not have known what it is to covet if the law had not said, you shall not covet. Seizing an opportunity through the commandment produced in me all kinds of covetousness. For apart from the law, sin lies dead. I was once alive apart from the law, but when the commandment came, sin came alive and I died. The very commandment that promised to prove to be death to me. For sin, seizing an opportunity through the commandment, deceived me, and through it killed me. So the law is holy, and the commandment is holy, and it is righteous and good. Did that which is good then bring death to me? Well, by no means. It was sin producing death in me through what is good, in order that sin might be shown to be sin, and through the commandment might become sinful beyond measure. 
For we know that the law is spiritual, and I am of the flesh, sold under sin. For I do not understand my own actions. For I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Now, if I do what I do not want, I agree with the law. That is good. So now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is, in my flesh. For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want... It is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. So I find it to be a law that when I want to do right, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God in my inner being, but I see in my members another law waging war against the law of my mind and and making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Wretched man that I am! Many people skip right over this section because they cannot understand it. Here it is in a nutshell. He says, Because of my sinful nature or my flesh, I always do what is wrong. Why? Because there is nothing good in me. My spiritual nature wants to do what is right, but is too weak. He then calls himself wretched. In the very next verse, he asks, Who can deliver me from this body of death? Then he says, Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Who can help Paul? Only Jesus. Ask any addict, whether addicted to pornography, drugs, tobacco, alcohol, video games, or whatever, and they will tell you that they cannot overcome it without help. According to the popular school of thought, alcoholics are never free from addiction, and even a single drink can hook them again. Why? We are weak, and we must rely on a higher power. Even Christians cannot easily overcome their addictions. What we speak of, though, is not just addictions. We speak of the bondage of sin. Satan puts us in chains and never lets us go. The vast majority of Christians go through life still struggling against the chains by which Satan has bound them. And the sad part is, it's not necessary. Christ stands with his hands outstretched, and in his nail-scarred hands, he holds the key to your chains. He is ready to free you. All you must do is allow him. To be clear, I speak of Christians who are still bound by sin. The very reason so many Christians still live in a carnal existence is that they have believed on Jesus enough to accept him as their Savior, but refuse to believe enough to accept him as Lord. Do you hear how silly that sounds? We believe that Jesus can bring us back to life after we die, but he cannot free us from the sin we live in? That is a sad statement. He can, though. Jesus can free us from sin. After salvation, there comes a point where we must submit our will to him and follow him with all of our heart, all of our mind, and all of our strength. Once we submit with our entire being, He will then fill us with His Spirit and free us from our sinful nature. We then will have within us the nature of Christ, not the nature of sin. We call this sanctification. We are not then perfect as some think, but we do become filled with His perfect love. This is called sanctification, although I prefer to call it perfect love. More on sanctification tomorrow on Christian Holiness Daily.
Thank you for joining us today for Christian Holiness Daily. Join us again tomorrow for another episode on your favorite podcast platform. For a transcript of this podcast, visit ChristianHolinessDaily.com. To contact us, go to the contact page of our website or call 844-857-6767. Our theme music is called Dirty Mac and is from the album BG Awaken.